Hello, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Speak 12 Podcast. I'm Ryan, and normally you would hear Brian doing this introduction, uh, except for he's not here today. And I, I don't know where he is. And and I cried uh, going to the Sweet 12 Studios today because I had tried calling him and he didn't answer. And, and I looked for him and and, and eventually I just kind of gave up and, and decided I was going to do this on my own today, which is scary in its own right. But I think we'll make do. Um, actually, Brian is uh, on assignment. He is doing some research in the great state of Texas. Um, what kind of research? I have no idea. So I'm not even going to question what he's doing. So this will be interesting, uh, just having me today. Um, if you ever want to fill in as a co-host, you know, definitely let us know on uh, Twitter at Sweet12 and through our Facebook uh, group page at uh, Sweet12 Podcast. Uh, send us an email too. Just, you know, if you ever want to be a guest host and you got something you want to talk about, we're all for that. You know, we Brian and I could talk forever, just the two of us, uh, about everything. But it's always good to have kind of a third uh, voice in there like when we did the the basketball movies and we had a uh, holly join us even if she was only on that episode for just a short uh, bit of time it is nice to have a third voice a, a dissenting opinion sometimes because brian and i will agree on, on a lot of different things and, and there's a lot of things that we don't agree on in the same uh, vein so it's nice to have that third person either to agree or to disagree it just kind of helps confirm either how awesome we both are or how stupid the other one is. But, you know, that's something that we'll discuss at a later date. Um, but thanks for joining us. That's kind of a long uh, intro than, than what we're normally used to. It's going to be kind of a bonus episode today, since with no Brian, I don't really want to get too much into into debating uh, our favorite things, our least favorite things, or they're talking at length about uh, different topics. So we were going to originally discuss daredevil the the tv show we binged it both this weekend when netflix released it on friday and we have lots of things to say about it um daredevil being uh, my favorite uh, marvel superhero favorite comic it, it was great to to have it be given kind of the treatment that it deserves and, and i know that the daredevil movie gets a lot of flack for being not the best movie out there and in fact a lot of people consider it one of the more subpar to worst of the superhero movies um i would agree to a point if you haven't seen the director's cut that was released on dvd i i urge you to find a copy of that and and watch it and and rethink your opinion on that movie um if you hated it i would hope that you would at least find it a little bit better and if you were kind of in the middle you would find that it was much more clear uh, i'd like to say concise but it was in fact it was longer but it helped uh, add a lot of stuff that they took out um and and then there's some things that you can't remove which uh, being the the electra uh, love scene or not love scene but the the whole love angle with with electra which was kind of shoehorned in there but no, i do i do urge you to to see the movie but we're not talking about the movie we're gonna actually talk about the the tv show which was a huge kind of change in direction from Marvel and how they portray their superheroes in media. Uh, it's a very dark and adult take on a superhero that, that has been dark at, at points. And it, it's definitely worth your watch. It, I, I find it not only probably not only the best of the 
the comic book TV shows to have come out, including Smallville and Flash and Arrow and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and, and any of those. I, I consider it not only the best of those, but definitely uh, the best in in this in this season of TV shows. If we were to take all of them from beginning to end, starting in fall to now, this is probably by far my favorite TV show so far this year, at least freshman TV show. Uh, House of Cards season three, again, another Netflix show came out and that was spectacular as well. And I, I binged that, of course, over the span of, of two days. But yeah, Daredevil, um, give it a watch. We're going to talk about it next week. Um, spoiler, that's going to be my vault pick for the week this week. It just at least the first episode. Um, if you can't, if you don't have Netflix, sign up for a free trial and, and, and watch it. Um, and come back and, and join us in the discussion because there's a lot of things that we're going to talk about regarding the show itself, uh, parallels to the comic series, uh, where do they go from here, and and hopefully not just where are they going as far as Daredevil, but where they are going already confirmed in, in the Marvel Cinematic Television Universe. So they've got the you know you've got the Cinematic Universe, which is the the Avengers. And now they're going to do the sort of the Marvel Cinematic TV uh, universe, and that's going to be Daredevil and, and a bunch of other shows. And we'll t- we'll talk about that next week. I don't want to give away too much, but definitely go ahead and watch Daredevil. Um, I I was going to do again a mini review of the show, but I think just me talking about how good it is is probably enough uh, for this week. So what we're going to do today is it's not going to be a very long uh, episode. Uh, I just wanted to throw something out for you listeners to kind of have something to tide you over uh, until next week when we have our, our daredevil blowout. Uh, ugh, that sounds gross. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to go ahead and I'm going to kind of review the, the summer movies that are upcoming. Speaking of Marvel, um, it is the time of year. Now we're about two weeks removed uh, from what many would call the first movie of the summer kind of movie blockbusters that, that do come out. Uh, I, know, I know Fast and the Furious 7 or Furious 7 came out, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Uh, but that's still kind of early April, and I'm being generous by calling this the summer movies when we talk May 1st as being the, fir- uh, the, the first of the summer blockbuster season. But I'm going to kind of go through month to month of, of the big summer months, May, uh, June, July, uh, August. I don't know if I'm going to get into September. Um, now you're kind of talking... Um, fall movies and we'll get the fall movies uh when we get there so why don't we just go ahead uh, start right off with the very first movie the the may 1st movie and then it's been on everybody's radar since uh 2012 when the first movie came out uh avengers age of ultron and this is going to be the culmination of uh the second part of the i guess you could call it a three-parter now of the marvel cinematic universe uh trilogy slash every other movie in between with that um so we had you know we had avengers and then we had uh, thor 2 thor the dark world uh, then we had iron man 3 and then we had captain america the winter soldier and guardians of the galaxy which may or may not come up in Age of Ultron, I don't think it will, other than maybe a tie-in to Thanos. And then we had 
Big Hero 6, which won't be in the cinematic universe. And here we are right back with Age of Ultron. And if you if you haven't watched anything about it or seen anything about it, consider yourself lucky because of the amount of trailers that they've released and the amount of publicity it's getting and, and all the other clips and screenshots and pictures that have been released. You, you can kind of piece together the movie and how it's going to look. And I'm not saying that, it's, that they're giving away everything because they definitely haven't. I, I'm still intrigued as to certain events that will happen in the movie but try to avoid as much as you can for the next two weeks until the movie does hit theaters i will definitely be going opening weekend to see it i would love to see uh, I, i'm waiting i'm hoping that they do something spectacular because with the more that i am seeing of the movie uh, the less excited i am for it and it, i think it's just because i'm in over kind of overload of seeing things about it and, and you know if there's one thing that disney uh, studios disney corporation does well it's market and they've been marketing this thing high and low brand branding and uh, ties to, to tv to tv shows and and foods and, and games and and restaurants it's just it's everywhere and and disney's very good at that and marvel is is a Marvel's a company, is a studio that, that they have lots of characters you can market to, and that's great. And, and I'm glad that they can do that. I just hope that the movie lives up to expectations because there are such high expectations after the first Avengers was was so good. Uh, it, it was it was a almost a perfect superhero movie uh, from from beginning to end. So let's hope that uh, Iron Man and crew uh, can save the world again. Um, Basically, if you don't really know anything about it, Iron Man is kind of the leader of of the the crew this time, but only de facto as, as in he's trying to. Uh, after uh, Shield headquarters was blown up, uh, if you remember from previous movies, um, he's basically leading the operation to try to keep peace, and it kind of backfires, and that's where Ultron comes in, and I hope it's uh, I hope it works well. Um, Otherwise, May's kind of a kind of a slow month. Um, other big movies, I guess, that are coming out. And when I say big, I'm, I'm talking kind of blockbuster movies. Uh, Mad Max: Fury Road. You know, the first Mad Max movie in man, I don't know, 20 years. I think that's coming out. Um, that stars Tom Hardy, who most people might remember as uh, Bane from the Batman. Uh, the, the Dark Knight Returns, not Batman Returns, <laughs> The Dark Knight Rises. Um, he's also in Inception. You know, he, he's been in a lot of those, uh, uh, what do you call them? Uh, Kristen, uh, Kristen, Christopher Nolan films. And he's a great actor. Um, so he, he's playing Max now after, I guess, Mel Gibson is, is of course, too old to do it. Um, but this is, I'm, I think it's the third movie in, in the Mad Max saga. Let me double check that here. Um, Mad Max, it's the fourth Mad Max movie because there was Beyond, I th- forgot the Beyond Thunderdome was the third one and not the not the second one. So, I mean, we've had, what, a 30-year hiatus on Mad Max and I guess people are clamoring for post-apocalyptic dystopian universes again. So it'll be interesting to see how that movie plays. I'm not very interested, but I never did watch the original Mad Max movies when they came out, and seeing them now is not like like we've had issues before. Brian and I have talked about it's just harder to watch certain movies at different times in your life. 
um, Mad Max, that's May 15th, uh, opening alongside Pitch Perfect 2, which isn't really going to be, I guess, a, a blockbuster per se, but it was a very cult classic runaway hit in 2012 when the first one came out. So this will be a good follow-up to that. Excuse me. Um, week after that, we've got Tomorrowland, which uh, is based off a, I guess it's based off a Disney ride. Uh, I'm very intrigued to see it because George Clooney uh, starring in it and just kind of it being very mysterious, like all the previews for it and the trailers don't really give you much to go on. It, it's really, it's, it's a world within the world uh, and there's a kind of a ring and a passageway that gets you there. Uh, but it's kind of just, it looks like it's a, a utopian universe that is going to go haywire and somebody has to try to save it. So I am interested <laughs> In Tomorrowland, uh, Poltergeist is that same week, which is, a, a, of course, a remake of the original Poltergeist, starring Sam Rockwell and Jared Harris. Um, I guess the next big, I, I guess you could call it a blockbuster, would be San Andreas, starring uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, which is a massive earthquake hitting California, and he's uh, got to save his daughter. It's a very standard action movie. Um, I have a feeling this is going to flop. This is this is my prediction for San Andreas, even with it being San Andreas 3D with having the added bonus of being in IMAX and then probably 3D IMAX as well. I, I think that that movie is just not going to do well. It'll have a big opening weekend, maybe a big opening Friday, but then once once word of mouth spreads that it's just like every other disaster movie that you've seen in the last 10 years, there will be no reason to see it in theaters. So, and, and prove me wrong. I mean, I... I don't wish ill upon any movie that is coming out, but if your budget is over $200 million and it's a set in San Francisco and it's about an earthquake that's going to destroy San Francisco, I don't care. I've seen movies like that before. 2012 did that. Uh, Day After Tomorrow didn't have earthquakes, but they had the you know, destroying of the world. We, we've had this movie rinse and repeat. So we'll see what happens come the end of May. Uh, June... We have the long-awaited. I know Brian is looking forward to this movie because this was one of his favorite TV shows. Uh, he's looking forward to the Entourage movie, which will star, you know, Adrian Grenier, uh, Kevin Connolly, Jeremy Piven, I think Kevin Dillon. I don't remember the other guy. Uh, let me look it up quick. Um, but Ari, uh, you know, all the characters will make their comeback. And this was a this was an HBO show that that went on for quite a while, five, six, maybe seven seasons. Um, that Brian absolutely loved. So I'm guessing it's just a continuation of the TV show. And in the TV show, it was about this, this basically this big agent to all these stars. So uh, Jeremy Piven uh, played Jeremy Piven uh, played Ari Gold, and uh, Adrian Grenier played uh, Vincent Chase, and they. I'm guessing they're just getting back into Hollywood for God knows what. I never watched the show, so I'm not too worried about it. Uh, I think the big one in June, though, is going to be Jurassic World, which is the long-awaited, of course, sequel to Jurassic Park 3, which it looks to be maybe a back into Jurassic Park 1 realm because this takes place in you know, two decades. Uh, not literally. I think the last movie came out in 2003, but two decades after the first Jurassic Park movie, which would be probably 22 years, um, they build a brand new park. They have a brand new uh, dinosaur that they've created from scratch, you know, through genetic testing and everything. Uh, Chris Pratt 
um, is kind of like a velociraptor whisperer. Maybe he's doing research on on the raptors, and he is very comfortable with them. And as you can see in the trail, he's riding his motorcycle with them. So it's kind of like having a a raptor entourage, which looks kind of uh, interesting. I, I'm I'm tempered with my expectations on Jurassic World. I have been burned with Jurassic Park three, and as much as I want it to succeed, I, I just don't know how how that's going to work uh, in 2015, having a dinosaur movie that long. I know we've wanted a sequel for so long, a good sequel in Lost World, and Jurassic Park 3 had their moments, but they were nowhere near as good as the original. So that, that, that'll that be June for you. Um, Inside Out is the Pixar movie of the year, the Disney animated movie for the year. Uh, that is a very interesting concept, and it, it's one of the original stories uh, that's not from a very large either previous IP or a sequel or or a story of somebody else's that was adapted. Uh, it's about the emotions of, uh, of of a little girl and how they kind of guide her through, through life. Uh, you've got joy, anger, disgust, fear, and sadness. And you know, they got a good cast with Amy Poehler, Bill Hader, Mindy Kaling, uh, Phyllis Smith and Louis Black uh, all playing the different uh, emotions. And it's just kind of neat to see how that interaction is amongst everybody's uh, emotions in the movie. Not just the young girl who's the centralized Don, but like the in the trailers and, and in the previews, they show a, a, a snippet of, of the father and they're trying to talk at the dinner table and his head is, is elsewhere. So it's really neat to kind of see that, that, what we think every, you know, kind of how we act every day and how that's portrayed inside the mind. If you simplify it to just being like little critters in your head, controlling your emotions, it looks really, it looks really neat. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Even, even with, even if I didn't have two children and they're not going to go see this movie because they're a little young, but I'm excited to see it. So I will go see inside out. Uh, June 26th is going to be Ted two. If you ever saw Ted one, you know, that Seth MacFarlane's kind of, brainchild of a of a movie uh ted is a teddy bear that mark Wahlberg's character i I guess he wishes that it could be alive and then it never dies and so they kind of grow up together and it's definitely a raunchy comedy it's funny in in most parts uh the sequel is about ted trying to raise a child i guess so i'm I'm interested to see where that goes but it does star the, the same cast again um, but that's it for June. Uh, July gets a little bit bigger with Terminator Genesis. So another Terminator sequel where I'm not sure why they keep making these movies because if it's anything has shown us with these movies is that you're setting off the events in motion as you go back in time. And they haven't changed the past. There's always a war in the future. So why do we need six movies to, to show us that nothing's changed? So I'm a little... I'm getting a little frustrated and tired with Terminator movies, but apparently they make money, so I'll leave it, leave it to that. Uh, Magic Mike, XXL, which is the sequel to the first Magic Mike, with no Matthew McConaughey this time. So sorry, ladies. There's a uh, one less body that you can look at, but there's still Channing Tatum. I've heard he's got the uh, the bod for the movie. Uh, Matt Bomber is in it as well. Joe Manganiello, I think he was the original guy too. I didn't see the first one, so I'm not quite excited about that one uh minions july 10th looking forward to a big fan of despicable me uh one and two we talked about that in our favorite 
animated movies that weren't Disney Pixar. And that definitely the, the Despicable Me movies were in the top three, top four. Um, so this is just a Minion movie. And so I'm not quite sure how that's going to be. Uh, not that dialogueless movies are, are bad. Wally is one of my favorite all-time movies. And there's very little dialogue in that movie. I'm just worried, kind of telling an origin story once we already know what 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 the outcome is. This is just kind of the Minion story of how they get to Gru, it would be my guess. Um, but it, it looks like an interesting premise. They, they find another supervillain to, to be Minions 2. And Sandra Bullock does the voice. So... That one is on my list. Uh, July 17th is Ant-Man, another Marvel movie. This is the first movie that will be coming out to start the third leg of this Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I don't know if Ant-Man, what the ultimate plan for Ant-Man is. Um, I've been trying to stay away a little bit from Marvel movie news, just because there's way too many spoilers in there. But my guess would be that Ant-Man is going to join the Avengers after Civil War, which would be the third Captain America movie. So we'll see. Paul Rudd's playing uh, Scott Lang, uh, who's actually not the original Ant-Man. Uh, Hank Pym is, who's played by Michael Douglas. So it's kind of like, a, kind of like a like a mentor, men, you know, to, stu, uh, student teacher movie. So it, it could be very interesting. But I, I'm excited to see another kind of not as. I mean, let's be let's be honest. I was going to say not as popular. Marvel hero, but other than, I mean, before the movies, other than Spider-Man, how many did we really know? I mean, none of them were very popular. It was just Spider-Man and, <coughs> excuse me, and the X-Men, but we don't have, uh, we, Marvel Studios doesn't have the rights to X-Men movies, so it's Spider-Man, and then now Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Hulk, uh, Ant-Man, Black Widow, Hawkeye, and now Ant-Man, and I guess in the TV realm, you've got the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which really is just Agent Coulson, you've got Agent Carter, which is Captain America, and then now Daredevil and the upcoming ones for that universe, but they all do link together, which is really cool. That's one thing that Marvel, that DC needs to get their act together with. Uh, stop, stop changing their universe every four years, just make something consistent, and people will love you. Um, also in July, we have one of my least looking forward to movies pixels which is i guess video game characters from the 80s attack new york city we send a we sent a probe in the 80s up into space of all of the stuff that we had and apparently aliens mistook what we sent as as war threats so they come down as those characters and it's up to i guess adam sandler is and kevin james are the only two people in the world who can because they're video game experts are the only ones in the world who could who can save these guys so not exactly grade a material but i guess it's an adam sandler movie what do i expect um we did we've made mention a lot that the movies that netflix is going to produce with adam sandler we are not looking forward to and while this one is not one of them if this is anything that's any any foreshadowing to the movies that there will be on netflix not not excited for those uh, mission impossible 5 would be next on uh, july 31st to round out the month uh what more can you say about Mission Impossible 5? It's Ethan Hunt and the IMF team. I mean, take that as you will. We've seen four Mission Impossibles before. Each one is pretty good. This, I'm sure this is just going to be the same. Uh, into August, we've got Fantastic Four. And 
Brian and I did uh, the live react to the fan four stick trailer and we did not like it and we are not looking forward to this movie and I would like to I would really like to see it do well but Marvel's not backing I mean they they're 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 stripping really it's Fantastic Four of all of its marketing privileges and they're not going to be producing any more comic books and it's just it's a train wreck waiting to happen so I, I can see in the next four or five years Fantastic Four being rebooted a second time or maybe a deal being struck like Sony and Spider-Man where, where Fox gives rights to Fanta- to Marvel to make the movies and use their characters because they, they started with their own Inhuman now because X-Men was so dead set against, against coming back to Marvel that they created Inhumans. Um, we have the man from UNCLE or the man from UNCLE which is based on the classic TV spy series, which stars Henry Cavill and Army Hammer. Uh, Henry Cavill is was maybe maybe he still is Superman and Superman v Batman, and then Superman or Man of Steel. And then Army Hammer was the Lone Ranger, not the Lone Ranger. Yes, the Lone Ranger in the movie. So it looks good. I've seen some 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 photos of it, and I watched a quick preview of it, and it's just standard standard spy fare. You know those movies are usually pretty good, especially when they have a uh, a story that they've already used and I'm not familiar with it so I can be excited about it for the first time we have the, the end of August kind of wrapping up August we have Hitman Agent 47 which is a I guess a reboot because they did do a Hitman movie about four or five years ago uh, this is a good, kind of a reboot of that movie which was a which was a video game um and if you can't tell from the the name, yeah, he's a hitman. He's an assassin. Uh, the games are extremely fun. Uh, the first Hitman movie, uh, I think they did a sequel too. Uh, maybe like a direct-to-film sequel, or maybe Hitman Two is Agent Forty Seven. Um, but it's going to star a different Hitman, which is kind of unfortunate for. For Timothy Oliphant, who played the first hitman, I guess, the first Agent 47. I think the new Agent 47, let me see if I can find it real quick, is uh, Rupert Friend, which if you haven't seen him before, uh, he kind of looks like a hitman, uh, but he's been in a lot of kind of unknown. He's been in Homeland. He is in Homeland, I should say. He plays Peter in Homeland. Uh, Otherwise... Not seen too much. Pride and Prejudice. Uh, of course, there's a hundred of those movies that have come out. Um, that's probably it. Pride and Prejudice, Young Victoria, uh, Homeland. Uh, but maybe that's good. Maybe to not get a known actor is, is good for that movie. But he he doesn't look the part, at least in my eyes. But that's coming from a, the video game side of it. Um, but that's really it. That's Those are the big, I guess, the big blockbuster movies. Uh, between May and, and and through the end of August. Now there are some other movies uh, that are coming out that look that look really uh, good um, in the kind of you know maybe some indie hits in there. I guess this isn't really an indie hit, but Vacations getting a reboot. The the National Lampoon uh, Vacation is getting rebooted. Uh, this time it's going to be Rusty taking his family on vacation there will be cameos for 
for uh, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo, you know, being the father. So they'll be on there, grandma and grandpa, probably in this movie. Um, otherwise, we have movies like uh, Me and Earl and The Dying Girl, which, you know, looks like a really good kind of independent movie that's coming out. Um, I'm definitely, you know, I'll go see those. They are limited release, but I do go, I make time to go see movies like that. Um, what we did on our holiday, another kind of indie movie, but that one stars uh, David Tennant, Roseman Pike, Billy Connolly, who's been ill, but I wonder if that was filmed a while ago. Um, but yeah, it'll just be kind of, it'll be a good summer. I'm going to go see, I try to see probably... 10 or 15 movies in the summer and maybe we'll see more if we continue to do the podcast but you know let me know what kind of movies you guys are looking forward to you know definitely drop us a drop us a twitter uh you know hashtag it hashtag favorite movie 2012 or whatever it doesn't doesn't really matter um but yeah it summer's looking out to be pretty pretty standard nothing nothing huge i mean avengers of course being the big big one and then we will have that lull most likely until December when we, well, not until December, but until the fall and winter. And that's when Star Wars comes out. So, you know, it it's kind of neat to see when movies kind of get shuffled and, and into different places and kind of how they fall onto onto the, the calendar, especially when they're all from the same company, like with Disney. Like they've got the Marvel movies in the summer and then they were originally going to do Star Wars in the summer as well, but they pushed it to December to kind of help take some pressure off of these other movies and it's going to stand alone and it'll do better, you know, business of course. But I think that does it for the, the movie review. Um, I don't know if I really have anything else. Um, we had the vault pick, which I told you was going to be daredevil episode one. Please go ahead and watch that. Um, just so you have an idea. It's only about 50. It's actually there. I think every episode is almost about, um, about 50, almost an hour long, like they, because there's no commercial on Netflix, of course, so they do 56, 57 uh, minute episodes per episode, and I, my father, I got him into it uh, the other night when I was watching it, and I think he just finished it, so I might get his opinions for our podcast for next week, uh, but, you know, the cast, I love it when TV shows and movies, they don't take a super, like, kind of popular cast, they do a they do kind of a, a mix. So like the main character, Daredevil, played by Charlie Cox, who if you aren't familiar, he was the lead in Daredevil. He played uh, the pastor in The Theory of Everything. John, I think his name is. Um, maybe not John. Pastor Jones, maybe. Um, but he plays Daredevil. Um, you have Eldon Hans- Henson, who pl- is playing his uh, best friend and uh, sidekick, not really a sidekick, but partner-in-law, uh, Foggy Nelson. He's going to look familiar, and I implore you to figure out what he's from, uh, other than an episode of Psych from 2009. Uh, do, do take a look. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I, I know Brian was when uh, we talked about it, and he got it, so that was really neat. Um, I'll give you another freebie. He was in the movie Idle Hands in 1999, which was the second DVD that I had ever purchased. I was 13 at the time, and I got it online because it's rated R. Yeah, but it was a good movie ish for being 13 it was a good movie i think if i watched it now i'd probably laugh about how dumb it is uh but as far as like when you have like a main and deborah i guess deborah and wool before i continue deborah plays 
uh, Karen Page, who is another huge part of the comic book series and a big part of this TV show. Um, but like I said, you kind of get unknown people, but it's always nice to have one or two really big names to kind of anchor your cast. And with Daredevil, you've got uh, Vincent D'Onofrio playing uh, uh, Wilson Fisk. And then you've got uh, Rosario Dawson uh, playing, her name's Claire in the show. We'll talk about you know what she might be next week. Um, but it's a very good uh, TV show. Very, very amazing, fan, fun, fantastic. The from the opening, from the opening scroll of the credits to the end of the show, it's you're on the edge of your seat because you just want to keep watching more. And I, I wish that Netflix wouldn't do this to me and release all thirteen at once because then I watch them all and then I gotta wait another year for for more or longer, whatever. Hopefully the next set is coming out. So. I think that's going to wrap it up. Uh, like I said, it's just kind of a short bonus episode. Um, if you got anything you want to talk about, go ahead and send us a Twitter. Send us a like on Facebook. You know you know all the places that we are. Um, I'm Ryan, and Brian is only a ghost in my head right now. He's a genie. And he'll be back next week, and we'll be back with our full rundown of Daredevil. So, thank you. Have a good evening. Take it easy. This has been another episode of Sweet 12 from Brian Bourne and Ryan Goble. The preceding podcast was written and produced by Brian Bourne and Ryan Goble. Intro and outro music provided by Lost in a Name. All of the copyrights to the respective authors. You can find us on Twitter at Sweet 12 and on Facebook at Sweet 12 Podcast. Download this and previous episodes on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening.